That's how we roll, Jim. They came for the beer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They came for their movies. Oh, 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 yeah. But Brad and Andrew aren't going to take it sitting down. Hot takes. Cold beer. No prisoners. This is the Brew and View Podcast. pumped up when there's a bunch of uh fireworks going off overhead then a uh, somber piano mm. striking a final chord yeah yeah i suppose it does make it kind of ramp it up a little bit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like next time is the rom-com right gotta do the rom-com. yeah we gotta do a rom-com yeah so how's Brad. things things is all right things is good i'm having a beer Talking to you, so I'm I'm uh-huh. cooling. I'm good. No. How are you, Brad? Even better. Having a beer, talking to myself and you. <laughs> Having a beer, talking to myself in circles. Uh, well, speaking of, what you having? Oh, I'm having a little family drama. Oh, buddy, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, well, he should be. It's an Imperial Pilsner. Uh, yeah, which um, <laughs> is pretty good. So it's by uh, Flying Dog. The beer itself is not pretty good, but uh, the, uh, the artwork says Family Drama, Imperial Pilsner, dot, 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 and Holiday Tradition. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so it is... It actually, it was given to me by a uh, patron at the bar, so I do appreciate that. He was telling me about it, and I was like, that's so weird. Like, why does an Imperial Pilsner exist? And now that I've had it, I don't know if I have the answer. All right. (laughs) It's it's not bad, and I've been enjoying lighter beers lately, but I just... uh, it's still one of those. It's like, um, you know, you you ask, can we do it? When you should have been asking, should we do it? Ah, uh, so like it's it's uh, I don't I, I don't know it it I guess there's a little bit of a boozy taste to it, and it comes in at uh, eight point four percent. So it's only a little bit higher than like your average ipa i would say right um and i guess eight is the threshold so for like it to be considered double or imperial 
but it just doesn't taste like there's much to it. Um, not bad, but yeah, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm not uh, I'm underwhelmed. Yeah, I was I was kind of expecting either. I guess I was hoping for something that um, elicited a response or a reaction, other than, eh. and that's what this has given me. Like, holy shit, it's good, or holy shit, it's bad. Right. I'd almost be, I'd almost be happier if this was worse. Yeah. As weird as and that sounds. Then you have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, flying dog is like really close to me. It's like oh really? I didn't know that. Thirty miles away from where I live. It's in Frederick, Maryland, which. We're right up. We're about twenty miles away from Maryland border. And, okay. Uh, and Frederick is the next town down on the road that the main kind of thoroughfare that I live on. Frederick, so, uh, get the flying dog. Yeah. Um, I I don't like a lot of their stuff. Um, their, their excuse me, their biggest one is called uh, I think the Raging oh. Bitch. Uh, IPA. Got enough of those in my life. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> Chicks, bro. Uh, but in that one isn't a very good beer. It, it has a, all their beers have a very distinct taste. So I'm, the, not, I'm uh, not a big fan of the. Uh, the Sam Adams Abita yeah, water yep, conundrum. Yep. yep. Yeah. So sorry, I'm playing a little catch with my dog. That's all right. It's all good. He's, he found a golf ball and he's. Wants to hit the links. Yep. He's a duffer. Uh, yeah, there. I could totally. Um, I've had a handful of their beers, so I reckon. But I think that they're a big. Uh, they were early adopters, and they're big. Our art sells our beer. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely one of their things. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I actually have one of those tonight as well. Um, mm. have you had much Magic Hat? I've had some. Okay. Uh, what I'm so someone asked me like, what is that like special hat number nine? Do you guys have that here? (laughs) No, No. sir. This is a Wendy's. Uh, (laughs) no, sir. (laughs) We only serve our beer. Sorry, you're in my bathroom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh Jesus Christ! What are you doing in here? Can you hand (laughs) me that toilet paper? Uh, but they um they have the it's kind of the same thing too. They have mm-hmm. a well both both kind of issues. They have a, kind of the same taste with some of their beers, and they they rely on some of their art. Um, but the Magic Hat Peeled and Naked IPA, six point seven ABV, sixty five IBUs, and it is a citrusy IPA. Um. <clears throat> which would be um, something that the name would inf- in uh, infer, mm-hmm. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but the difference with this beer, what kind of makes me like it, is the instead of getting the heavy citrus, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of pucker or sour factor at the end that when they say peeled and naked, mm-hmm. if you've ever had any of the rind, or some of the peel, that kind of bitter citrus taste. You know what I mean? That, yeah. um, you know, when you see the commercials and you see like an orange rip or something, you see that yeah. spray from the, the 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 orange peel. 
that's what I'm tasting, you know, and it's it's nothing you really want to eat a lot of, but that's there's a reason they put it in martinis and yeah. stuff like that, or you know, some kind of drinks because it does have a specific taste, right? And um, uh, so I I I do like this beer. It's not one of my favorite beers, but I I'm enjoying it. Um, it actually, but it but it does kind of dry your mouth out because of that sour ending or finish mm-hmm. to it. So, um. Just that pucker factor. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Oh. I think we're getting a re- movie reviewer coming down. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Well, maybe not. Anyways. But, yeah. Um, good. Really good. Not great. Uh, six or 3.75 on the old untappied. Maybe a four, I guess. Tap, tap, tap. Uh, but as far as re- re-drinkability, maybe not so good. So, uh, why don't you talk to Liam about the movie he just saw? All right. I'll ask him what he drank at the theater as well. Talk to him. No, no, no. No, you're not playing Fortnite. It is bedtime. Don't talk to Andrew about the movie. Whoa, parents just don't understand. Switch for life. Fulton. What's up, Liam? Hi. How are you? Good. What would you rate Frozen 2? Two thumbs up, mm. maybe. Two. Th- all right, all right. Two thumbs up. I'm getting the two thumbs up. Um, two sideways. Oh, okay. Two sideways. All right, all right. What's um? What are you playing on the Switch these days? That's the real question people are asking. Mm, Fortnite. Yes, um, still big on the Fortnite. On Mario Odyssey. Oh, that's a good one. It's a good one. Collecting a lot of moons. Nice. Yes. yes. Getting some affirmation. Awesome. Nice, nice, nice. I've and I'm almost to the city. Oh, that's a fun one. That was uh, Matt, who I do a podcast with. That's his favorite level right now. So get ready for a good time. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, this feels like a uh, coach or a, like a radio personality interviewing. Bye. See you later. <laughs> uh. See you, buddy. <laughs> Felt like I was uh, like on a delay, like interviewing a player after a game. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. The family's all here. <sighs> Thank you very much. That's oh, very nice. good. It'd be good ambiance yeah. for the listeners to hear me chew on my popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> all right night guys love you, love you too. <laughs> oh, so yeah now i got some popcorn nice frozen popcorn frozen two popcorn two frozen uh, would it be ironic if you know the the beginning song would be let it go for Frozen 2? Yes. <laughs> Just stop. Drop it. Mm. We've had enough. Yes. The first one was good. Everyone liked it. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> no, it's a franchise. Mm. Yeah, that'd be... Uh, there you go. Speaking of franchises, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm reading Liam. The uh, We started reading the Harry Potter series. Yes. 
Yes, so we yes, got, yes. Did yes, I talk yeah. about this last week? No, I, okay. you told me, but the, okay. the listeners are unaware. Okay. Uh, so we are... Oh, that's right. I did tell you. Yeah. So we're going to then, so you'll be getting your, uh, my, uh, thoughts on the movies. As we finish a book, we'll, we'll watch the movie. All right. And, uh, I know you kind of stopped or we're thinking about getting back into it. So maybe we can dive into it. Yeah. I'm in a, a weird, bit at a time. yeah, slowly but surely I'm in a weird spot. Uh, cause you are. I, it's weird. It is. It's weirder than Austin. Um, but it's, uh. I, I don't. I don't know. I. I don't know. I want to read the rest of the books, but I'm probably not gonna. But I don't want to watch the movies if I haven't read the books. Yep. So I might just never see the last four movies. I might just yep. never see half of that franchise. I'll tell you what. The first half leaves a lot to be desired. So well, I don't feel like I'm missing much. The Dursleys are some motherfuckers, though. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like uh, them. They're sobs. Um, there's some line Hag- Hagrid's their favorite so far. Yeah. Crowd pleaser. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. as I watch them, maybe we can watch them together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we and, actually, well, one of the big reasons we're doing this is we're going to universal studios in right. April, I believe. So really so you should won't. be reading Jurassic park. Well, <laughs> it might be a little heavy reading. It's never we too early. It. It's never too early to get interested in science. No. Fiction. Hmm. I wonder how many people think that that's like don't think it's true, but in somewhere in their mind thinks that think that ha- that's happened. Like Jurassic Park is like, like based that, on a true that's story. Real science and it's like like that they've been able to do that. Or that they just haven't done it yet. Like they could, you saw. Like you just need those needles in the amber. <clears throat> like that, Mister DNA told you, Dino DNA. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Nothing's outside the realm of possible at this point. No. I guess it never was, but now I really know. <laughs> 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 I've seen some shit, man. <laughs> Mostly on Twitter. Oh yeah. Well that yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's better. <laughs> Fuck. I'm just so so anti but still subject myself to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glutton for pain. <laughs> glutton for opportunities to complain is probably more apt. Yeah. Mm. Mm-mm. Well, speaking well, of glutton for pain. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about my first movie. Yes. Go uh, ahead. Assassination Nation. Nice. Streaming on Hulu, which you can bundle Hulu, ESPN, and the Disney, new Disney thing for $12 a month altogether. Yeah. It's a nice little bundle. I think that's about to be coming to a TV near you. Specifically yeah. you, not the rest of the listeners. Yeah. But um, I've also heard Hulu and Spotify are a bundle, but I get Spotify free through work, so... I don't know if I can like get a little extra, skim a little extra off the top or what, but um, yeah, um, but anyways, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. assassination nation. 
Assassination Nation. So, uh, directed by Sam Livingston. Livingston, sorry. Livingston. Uh, you'd know him from, he, uh, he was the creator of the new um, Zendaya project on uh, HBO uh, Euphoria. It's like All right. a, uh, what do you call it? A, um, a series. Oh, okay. Um, and really just, sure, uh, sure, sure. and something called another happy day, which I haven't heard of. But. Oh, happy day. Uh, but anyways, this is really is about, uh, social media and, uh, all of our, in, in, um, our social morals and our, our, our fake lives and all that. And hell yeah. Um, it's a, it follows four, four girls in high school and, um, kind of the crazy shit that happens after people start hacking, um, a town's all their info and exposing it. Oh no. So everyone, dirty little secret secrets get exposed and, um, I this movie isn't that good. There's some really good shots in it, and it's very stylized. There's one really long take, um, and it's it, the way it's shot is pretty cool. And I think there's some cheats in it. It's not all really one shot, but it follows people in a house, like going from one room to the next, and then downstairs, and then across to another room, and then straight up, and then back down, and then you know all over the place, and then goes inside the house. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty good shot. Uh, uh, that was pretty impressive. Uh, the acting was it was all right, but man, it it just was so goddamn preachy and fucking made me depressed. There's no fun in this movie. It yeah. was like it, you know. I know we we can get off on tangents, and usually it's usually before or after the the podcast, and we're yeah bitching and complaining about the state of the world. And um, gotta get it off your chest. But this doesn't make you feel any better about it. This uh. is like makes everything so seem so bleak. There's no redeeming characters in this movie. None. Even though they they try to make the some of the characters in there like the the hero the heroines heroines or the heroes mm. whatever, um, they're not heroes. They're not. Um, everyone is shitty in this movie, and some people are just shittier than others. And it just <laughs> yeah gives right. you like a it just gives you a bad taste in your mouth. I just kind uh, of felt. That sucks. Uh, dirty after this not, not like i watched some weird porn or anything like that it was just like are is this what we are is this what you think we are is this what we are becoming yeah. and i'm like no nah, there's some good stuff out there i think still and like i need to i think there's think a I lot need of to cleanse my palate yeah on I, that i think that um i think that we're uh Maybe this is a little uh, bright, cheer- cheery-eyed for especially someone like me to say, but I th- I think that it's going to get better, and I think it's because we're still figuring it out. Like we live in this, we we we've known for a while that we live in public, right? Like that's just that's come to pass. That's an accepted thing, um, but we're still dealing with the fallout of having things that were public to a small circle of people blowing up and how we react to that and how things 
spiral out of control from there. And and I think that it's it's a pendulum swing. I think it really is. Like just I feel like there's still these outlying examples and these big examples get made of people. But by and large, like people are starting to realize like, uh, oh, that 15 year old was a shithead. No way. <laughs> um, and obviously there's there's certain things where it's like, oh, that there's there's things that go beyond like being young and being a shithead. Um, but there's a lot of things that you can just attribute to. Like I hear more people talking about now, um, context and some people will call them apologists or, you know, defending people who don't deserve to be defended. But, um, if you pull up a tweet of someone from five years ago, they're not necessarily the same person they are today. They no, just haven't yeah, been anything, going through yeah. their shit with a fine tooth comb and and deleting it. And well, what was that? The one kid who um, had a had a sign outside. Um, that said, uh, "Send me beer" or something like that. And people started sending money. It was out, you know, whatever outside a college uh, football game, mm-hmm. and people started sending money and Venmo and stuff like that, and just hit him up with a ton of money and stuff, and he donated a bunch of it to. Like cancer reach, like kids cancer cancer research or whatever. Oh, tight! I didn't know. I haven't heard anything about this. And of course, they start poking around in his past and his tweets and his tweet history. And they someone writes this huge story about him, but they said also he said some racist things in tweets whenever he was sixteen years old. So, yeah, what's the deal? And right, you know, and you know what? I said racist stuff when I was sixteen said racist stuff when I was 21. I'm sure I said racist stuff yesterday. I'm sure I have. But not intentionally, not harmfully, just ignorantly. I'm going to edit that last part out. What's that? I'm going to edit that last part out. (laughs) (laughs) I said racist stuff yesterday. (laughs) I'll say it again. Um, And I will. I'll probably say some ignorant, stupid shit again. Not meaning to hurt people. um, Or maybe maybe mean to hurt people i don't know but like if you're gonna hold it against me hold it against me like but like don't act like you don't have that in your past you know what i mean it's a slippery it's, slope it's the the glass house thing yeah i mean i don't there's very there's only probably one person i hold up on a pedestal in this world and um man no, we all like jay-z a lot think that's yeah. safe to say well i just i thought maybe it's a good time to talk about you um uh my 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 good friend jesus yeah i thought maybe <laughs> you'd like to one. hear about the good words <laughs> uh, i've already listened to kanye west's new album thank you uh, yeah <laughs> um thank you no i'm already saved sir but like if you if you try to hold people to a certain standard yeah, especially one you don't hold yourself to, then yep. then you can just get get bent. I don't yep. know. Yep. And like this movie didn't make me feel like I, I really was feeling cynical after this movie. And if it kind of mm. bleeding over right now, but yeah, it's okay. it's <clears throat> yeah. So it I don't know. It's it's if you like slick and I think you I said stylistic and you said sleek. You said sleek, sleek and sleek, sexy thrill rides. Yeah, if you're a fan. Holler at me. Um, <laughs> and this is sleek and sexy nice and it sounds hot but not maybe enjoyable mm. all right so. all right all right all right 
<sighs> I gave it a six. A, a whole point extra for that one long tracking shot. There you go. The longer the shot, the, the higher the pointage. Pointage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I think that uh, yeah, it's it's a ridiculous thing, and the the hypocrisy is a part of human nature. It's totally like if you can't own that, then you um, you're an idiot. You you don't know yourself as well as you think you do. No. Um, if you're not a hypocrite, you don't learn anything in your life. Yeah. You don't like. Well, yeah, know. yeah. There's you don't you don't grow, you don't learn, and and well, I could think of a whole group of people that might have that problem, yeah. um, because they have a, a an eternal answer, a uh, a guiding principle that just cannot falter. Um, gee, I'm an, I'm an attack I'm attacking a group of people again. Weird, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but. Uh, it, you know, I see it all the time with like, um, you know, I, I have friends who I know who online, their online personas, they're just, they're a hardcore social justice warrior. And it's pretty annoying to be honest. Um, but like I saw someone post something the, uh, other day that was like, oh, I'll, you know, if you need anything, I'll I'll X Y Z for you. I'll bully someone for you. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Aren't you, you the same person who's like, this bullying? This this person's bullying people. Like, this is just like just being an. A- I don't know. It's just like, all right. So it's okay if someone's bothering you for you to have your friend bully them. And it's like, come on, see the world like at least five feet further than from your fucking face. Come on. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, um, it's frustrating. Yeah. And like I said, I'll probably do the same shit. People will bitch. Yeah, I do. Tomorrow. I will, you know, be, I'll, I'll do the things that I complain about other people doing for sure. And, 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 um, not that, uh, Owning that and accepting that excuses it, but, you know, if I can look at it and make an effort to have it happen less, you know, that's it's a lesson worth learning. Yep. Because I'm also not going to say really stupid shit. <laughs> so. No. I I mean, I, I say stupid res- shit. I reserve but, that right for myself. I yeah. probably will. And I look forward to it because it'll be good pod father. Well, I'll, I'll say stupid shit, too. But I'm talking about, like, people, like, just letting the N-word fly while they're playing Call of Duty or something. That's, that's, you don't? No. Oh. Yeah. I don't play Call yeah. of Duty. It's not on the Switch, so. I just do it during, I can't. Uh, I can't be Fort, racist. Fortnite. <laughs> that probably happens a, that's a lot. That's uh, not good. We had, to sh- we had to shut that off. For, oh, no. For <laughs> Damn. Uh, that's probably a good idea. Uh, but uh, one good thing is Joel McHale's in this. That's okay. fun. It's good to see him again. Uh, but other than that, yep, you can skip it. That's Nation Nation on Hulu. <sighs> All right. All right. Let me tell you something. You might, you, there's a chance, an outside chance, you you might be a Switch guy. Okay. Yes, it's, it's my Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy 
you might be a switch guy if now there's a there's in uh I, I, maybe matt and i talked about it we were texting about it we might have talked about it on the podcast but there's a game that is basically like alien okay on the switch or All it's right. coming out on uh a week from friday okay but it, but it is like uh, i'll have to like send you a link to it uh to the trailer or whatever but it looks pretty awesome yeah, the, I guess the problem with me with, with uh, what I've been doing is I'm not really diving deep into what the Switch games are. All, right. I, all I see is what's at Target, right? And and I see just all the the cartoonish games, like yeah. you know, all the Mario's and stuff like that. <laughs> and goddamn it, I'm older than that. Those, those are the games I'm playing. <laughs> those are the games I'm playing. Um, but this, I just it's one of those things where it's like this looks like you get to go into the Alien universe. As Ridley Scott intended it originally, not not post uh, Prometheus. Although I like Prometheus and Covenant, Covenant. not too bad. Covenant, there's some great action sequences in Covenant, and all all in all, thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, but yeah, this old this old like lived in grimy space universe. Sure, yeah. Uh, you said it's exclusive for the Switch? No, it's actually been out for years, but it's coming to oh. the Switch. <laughs> All righty. It's called uh, Alien Isolation. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right. Say goodbye to that Pilsner. Bye-bye, Pilsner. Yeah, you know, it didn't, didn't finish strong. Uh, oh, this is kind of fun. On the, uh... Oh, geez. It's like a Mad Libs aunt blank showing pictures of her blank cats. Uncle blank singing songs about his blank divorce. Cousin blank bragging about blank and you can't leave. It's another Christmas blank for the whole family. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds blank and great. Yeah. Yeah, this beer pretty blank and underwhelming. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh assassination nation getting back on track here uh right so um i actually watched a couple movies this week cool yeah yeah i uh i put down the switch just kidding uh i used (laughs) it to watch the movies (laughs) uh yeah so uh i guess i i will start with the movie you assigned me per my request hearts beat loud Starring Nick Offerman. Um, and this is, boy, just a heartwarming, by-the-numbers, little uh, whatever movie. Uh, Nick Offerman is a kind of a gift and a curse. Uh, for me, um, being a fan of the show Parks and Recreation... Uh, he, my introduction to him was probably the, the character that he was, he was born to play in Ron Swanson. Okay. Uh, so seeing him do anything else, either being Ron Swanson in another movie or trying to be a, uh, a, um, a, a single dad, who's trying to hold on to his uh, daughter 
before she leaves for college while his record store closes up shop. Uh, it just doesn't doesn't do it for me. doesn't work for me. Um, this was directed by a guy named Brett Haley. I, um, he's known for the hero, which is a poster I've seen before because it has Sam Elliott on it. Um, I'll see you in my dreams, all the bright places and hearts beat loud. Um, so to me, he's known for nothing. Um, this was just, uh, it's, it's. It's 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 a pilsner. It's very whatever. Huh. Um, you know, Nick Offerman, Ted Danson, Tony Collette, all doing. You know, all all can hold their own. Uh, all felt a little wasted. Um, Kiersey Clemens plays his daughter, uh, who you may know as Diggy. Oh, sweet. She didn't have uh she she wasn't as as exciting. Um here. Uh, sorry, let me text Molly O who is at the grocery store buying cranberry sauce. Sorry. Um yeah, she I mean she, everyone did a fine job here. It's just they were given nothing to work with. Uh, the daughter is an incredible singer and a uh, uh, something of a, a savant, a, a musical, just musically inclined. Um, the dad, Nick Offerman, he can shred, um, huh. but, you know, he's just uh, hangs out in a record store all day, not selling records. Uh, you know, Tony Collette sees something in him, knows that his shop is special. Uh, Ted Danson is actually kind of funny. He just plays this weird stoned bartender in Red Hook, Brooklyn. So, um, what's his name? Sam? Uh, Dave. No. Dave. Come on. <laughs> I have to name him Sam, right? That yeah. would have been pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I wonder how that works. Like, would the people who behind Cheers be like, hey, come on, no. Or would no one see this movie, which is what I uh, assume is 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 going to happen. Uh, it's not a bad movie, but it's just, it's so like, there's no obstacles in their way. The first song they make together, like, I guess... Nick Offerman and uh, Kiersey Clemens. Uh, they have father-daughter jam sessions all the time. The first one you see, they write an insanely good song uh, and they put it on Spotify and it blows up in the indie pop scene, indie rock of scene. Yeah, and it's just, it's, it's just so uh, saccharine, I guess. It's just very yeah. saccharine. It's not bad. I wouldn't recommend it. I gave it a six. It's it's just uh, it's just artificially sweet. Yeah, um, it is streaming on Hulu if you're interested. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and say I don't recommend it. Okay. You could do a lot worse, but 
Um, you could also do a lot better. So keep keep it moving if you if you come across this. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame. Um, yeah, because it is. There's some talented people in there, and there were, there was one point where like Tony Collette was on screen, and I and I said to OT, I was like, God, I really want to watch Hereditary right now. <laughs> yeah. And like Hereditary I, is a fantastic movie. That's that probably be in my top five of assignments that I've been given on this show. Oh, good. I, I think it's a, a an incredible movie. So, um, that's you know it's kind of unfair to to be stacked up against that. But anytime you right. see someone in a movie and you're like, oh, I was I wish I was watching the other movie they were in. That's something to say. Pretty good sign it's not for you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, that stinks. Because I, I, uh, see, I don't know Park from Rec from nothing. I watched oh, okay. half, a, half an episode maybe. Okay. Uh, but I like Nick Offerman just as a personality. Like just in yeah. his, where he shows up in, you know, whether it's viral stuff or on late night shows or in mm-hmm. random stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. He didn't really, it, it felt like he didn't really get to do. You know what it was? There's a there's this, the opening scene kind of shows him as like uh maybe kind of a, a punky smart ass guy. Um yeah. cuz someone's in his shop and he's uh he's got um you know over the ear headphones in uh listening to some like uh indie music in indie band watching their video on YouTube and smoking a cigarette. Hmm. and the uh guy uh the guy in the shop goes hey i don't think you can smoke in here and he's like yeah well, you buy something i'll put it out and uh then he like kind of ignores him just a little little snark and then that's totally not his character for the next hour and 35 minutes yeah uh, it's just like yeah i don't know i don't know not worth talking about anymore. How about that? That's yeah, uh, and I like Nif- Nick Offerman. I like. Um, I, I think we we're both on the uh, same page here. We're like, I'm excited to see what Kiersey Clemens does next. I was excited for for everyone and in, in the um, in the uh, the dope uh, cast and and it just feels like uh, well, Tony Revolari has done quite a bit of big time stuff but it, it just feels like the rest of them or the other two um just haven't been been up to a lot that i've seen to be fair right other than into the spider-verse yeah uh, yeah which you know what there you go that's that's a big thing good work shameek more because <laughs> i really i i really liked the the three of them so yeah well yeah you want to watch two different movies you want to watch hereditary and dope yeah 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 it might be time for me to watch dope again um it was streaming on netflix let's let's take a look down uh, memory lane there uh yeah so i watched a couple other movies actually this week as well as i alluded to how about you i watched one extra movie Nice. I watched The Laundromat, mm-hmm. which is streaming on Netflix. 
And this is a Steven Soderbergh movie that Ooh. was direct to Netflix. All right. Um, so, crap, I'm trying to bring it up here. God, I was should have been ready. That's all right. Laundromat. Uh, starring Gary Oldman and Antonio Banderas and uh, Meryl Streep, James Cromwell, just a whole bunch of who's who. Robert Patrick joins in. Um, just a bunch of great... Uh, David Schwimmer jumps in there for a little bit. Jeffrey Wright's in there. Sharon Stone for a little cameo. I mean, there's a ton of stuff for a direct-to-Netflix direct movie that you haven't heard of. Yeah. Have you? Nope. <clears throat> and I love Soderbergh. Yeah. And so do I. And this movie, there's a lot to love about this movie. Um, it's just interesting that it showed up on on this on this this platform and i don't know if he has a deal with netflix because didn't he do that movie um what was this last uh crap i'm, just, I'm gonna go down here because he did that what un unsane movie remember we watched that here recently that was him i uh, i think that was on amazon prime was it? i i oh, nah, that, that might have been i, 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 I could be completely episode. wrong unsane let me look it up that might have just been a quick thing in theaters too. I'm not sure. Um, no, he did. He did direct that. Uh, so, like, it's weird what he's doing, right? Um, well, he did Lucky Logan. He's got quite the. He doesn't really stay in a lane, right? Um, it I seemed like not. he was there for a while, but yeah. then, then he gets a little weird because Unsane is. I think that was all shot on like an iPhone six or something like that. Anyways, getting back to this movie. Uh, I like Soderbergh, and I like this movie uh, mm. a bit. Uh, we talked about uh, the big short, what, um, you know, that was, what, five year, four or five years ago, I guess. Um, and that was like that uh, based off, I think it was based off a Michael Lewis book, I think. Mm -hmm. Maybe not Michael Lewis, but directed by Michael Kay. Michael K. Adam K. Adam Adam, Adam, Adam McK. Yes. Um. So this is like a a low rent, big short. Okay. Um. It's not. It's sleek. It's not as stylized. Not as sexy. <laughs> it's not but, as thrill ridey. But he had this movie come out before the big short. It would have been a little bit more effective because oh, okay. right off the bat, it's fourth wall breaking. It's not. It, they're doing some fun stuff with the camera. They're doing all kinds of crazy, um, like special effects stuff. Not like CGI stuff, but like first shot of the movie. Antonio Banderas and Gary Oldman are walking through a desert, mm. walking and talking, looking at cavemen, and and then they walk down steps. They're in a desert. Okay. They walk down steps into a nightclub, and it's a full blown nightclub. I don't know how they did it. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And um, there's is, there's some fun stuff. What this movie is about is about the like offshore accounts and like the private money holders of big companies and how they get around paying taxes. Mm, all right. And it pretty much tries to shine a light on that. And 
I think it's a little too clever for its own good because you kind of get lost in the stories, what you're being told, uh, because there's like three vignettes in this movie Mm -hmm. about uh, three different little vignettes that kind of relate to try to get you to understand what it's all about. But you kind of get lost in those and kind of get drawn up into characters and really don't care about what's actually going on in like what the story's trying to tell you and it gets a little convoluted overall it's pretty good it's just it's really ambitious and almost too clever um if you like the big short a lot this is probably would be up your alley um but you also might think i should be watching the big short instead (laughs) do around that Um, risk yeah, and if you're someone who – I don't think all companies and all rich people are bad. I don't, but I think a lot of them can be and are. Um, yeah. So this is a movie that, you know, you might want to watch if you have that kind of leaning. Or yeah. if you don't and want to maybe change your mind. I don't think um, they're bad because they're rich. No. I think they're but bad and then people, they become rich. Yes. Bad ones. That's – Correct. You know, I think like, yes, a guy like Bill Gates, probably, probably ruthless and cruel mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. points in his life, but has also given he cooled off. Li- he cooled off literally billions of dollars to charities that you will never give. Yeah, to. yeah. But he can afford it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he That's can. True too. And he's doing it. How much have you given? That's what I say. Anyways, I give twenty dollars a month to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Nice one. And ten bucks to the After Disaster. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh. where my priorities lie. <laughs> Very good. Um, so yeah, it's on Netflix right now, and I don't know. You may like it. You may not. I can't say. I'm, inter- I'm, I'm interested in it. Yeah, I'll say I that mean, personally. It's, it's, I don't think you'll be disappointed. All right. You like or that. the like not being royal you. Uh, not the royal we. Not driving the car, talking on the phone and handling the bag all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. Laundromat. Yep. And the only thing I've else... Oh, I... Uh, I'm up to date on the Mandalorian nice. episodes. Thoughts, uh, prayers. Definitely interested okay. in it. Cool. Um, it's got a, a very good vibe to it. I, I dig it. If you like, let's say, the first 20 minutes of Star Wars A New Hope, mm-hmm. you like that world, like yeah, that on, on that planet and all that stuff, you get that and you get it with a little bit of a 19... Or 2019 upgrade. There's okay. some there's some good stuff in it. All right, I like it. Yeah. I'm definitely interested into it. Into it. In it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have been. Um, <laughs> it, it started with uh, Stud Finder and our shitty X Men conversation. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I've been into a I've, I've been uh, in a little bit of an X Men kick, um, 
I know I sent you that that video today, uh, a clip from the uh, the Pete Holmes show. Yes, uh, which apparently is a show that I would make um, because he has a the series of sketches of Professor X firing X Men, and then another series of sketches is an HR guy interviewing Street Fighter <laughs> fighters. <laughs> like, what is happening? That's right pretty now? sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I've watched like all of those and I've watched a couple of them twice just because I was like, ah, what, what happened in this one? I don't remember. I've got five extra minutes. Um, and, uh, started rereading God Loves, Man Kills, which is a, a great, uh, Chris Claremont X-Men. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I even watched on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. Chris Claremont's X-Men. Cool. Uh, which is a uh, me just telling you what it is. Chris Claremont's X Men. You should be able to decide for yourself whether you want to watch it or not. Um, okay. I think that uh, it's got some really great access. Chris Claremont himself is in quite a bit of it. Um, so this is just a uh, an examination of it. Yeah, it's it's not it's not it's a X-Men little according to Chris Claremont. No, this no, is, no. It's a little bit of uh, it's a little bit a rundown of what was going on in Marvel at that time because he was there through like all of the eighties, most of the nineties, um, and uh, just kind of him reflecting on it. Um, he and his editors talking about how it just. It came to be um, so much bigger than what it originally was uh, and and how he really pushed the envelope, how he really kind of just creates the definitive version of these characters. Right. Um, And you get to hear it from him. You get to hear it from uh, Jim Shooter, who was the editor-in-chief at the time, Um, his people he worked closely with, uh, and... The information is good. There's some really uh, weird, like, cuts to just strange cosplay, I guess. Uh, So they'll be talking about characters. um, Of course, uh, Jean Grey, Phoenix, um, the Dark Phoenix saga being such a huge thing uh, had to come up, of course. Uh, And they they would just cut to... A woman in a black studio, uh, dimly lit, in these. I've like, seen this porn. Yeah, and you know they're interviewing her for a job, and then it turns out there's not a job. But um, no, that's not it. There's uh, one kind of job, isn't yeah. it? Yes. <laughs> it's a hard job, but someone's got to do it. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so it's just like it'll be just someone dressed in a Phoenix costume slightly resembling the like just low tier cosplay slightly resembling right. what it was in the comics. And it's just in there. It's like I don't know who thought it was like, you know what? This is good. Let's let's do this for every character that he talks about. It's just it looks so stupid and it and disjointed, where it's like, wait, come on, like, show comic panels. Don't don't show these stupid out of focus dark room 
cosplayers. <laughs> like this is right. this is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> it bothered me so much that I'm talking about it right now. But uh, overall, I, as a fan of X Men, as a fan of um, Chris Claremont's work on X Men. Uh, I found it interesting. I found it cool to have that first-person perspective. Does um, it say? It, it, I guess it it really takes it tells him it tells you how he took it from one thing, which was kind of an important thing. Whenever it was like whenever Stanley developed it, like how or whoever with Stanley developed yeah. it, like how it was like um, kind of you know out of the. Um, you know, racial upheaval and stuff. Yeah. And how, and then how it went from that to the, another thing in the eighties and nineties with Claremont. He does. They like, they take that journey, like how it evolved that way. Yeah. Yeah. Cause this is when he, um, was brought on to, when he got X-Men, it was over. Like that yeah. was, that was supposed to be, I don't think supposed to be, I don't think anyone was trying to get rid of him, but that was pretty much a death sentence. Like you can work on our worst book. Okay. Our book that was that went, you know, skydive or did a nosedive after years mm. of popularity and was probably, you know, not making us money anymore. We're going to get rid of it. And and they also talk about that too of of the the oversaturation of the X family um and how Chris Claremont was really fighting to be the in creatively in control um, over all these things and like how he felt betrayed when X factor came out and, um, you know, uh, X caliber Legion, all these things that he was really just biting off more than he could chew just so that he could still be in the driver's seat of, of X-Men. So huh. it was interesting. Was he responsible for cable? I don't think so. Okay. Um, but he, uh, yeah, interesting, interesting guy, um, interesting time at Marvel. It was funny. Obviously, it has a very Marvel lean to it, but it was funny to hear that, like, um, just they, not that they had like disparaging words about DC, but it was just kind of like, well, you know, DC is the lesser product, so we're not gonna we're not gonna kick them while they're down. We're the X Men. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um I read a book here years ago. Mm-hmm. Um Marvel uh Marvel Comics. Uh tribute book details. Came out in it's uh two thousand thirteen. Mm-hmm. And really gives the um, the whole uh, real like from when it started to right up to the time it was finished or mm-hmm. not quite into the movies, uh, but it's a really interesting uh, journey because right at that time in the nineties, Marvel was a shit brand. It was like right there was nothing going on. Like, and if you look at just the difference, I mean, even into the two thousands, I think. Um, there wasn't, it was hurting for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, so they sold off their properties and stuff and, you know. Right. Uh, I mean, that's how a lot of the studios wound up with movie rights. Yeah. Well, Stan Lee sold 
you know, he sold Spider-Man to mm-hmm. Sony and, you know, or they, he, he wasn't even charged of it at that time. You know, it was, uh, they were in rough shape. And mm-hmm. to imagine that into what the juggernaut they are right now, it's kind of crazy, yeah. you know. And yeah, he just, saw all that stuff too, so that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, he he really did see a transfer, and he does touch on that a little bit. Um, but yeah, it it uh, it's cool. Uh, and then, <coughs> excuse me, taking it a little further, I also watched Dark Phoenix. Oh no! Yeah. Oh yes, I did. Um. Holy and cannoli. how'd you like it? Oh man, it was bad. Um, yeah, yeah. Ot came home and she's like, "Are you watching an X Men movie?" Because she likes yeah comic book movies. And I was like, "I'm doing you a favor." Uh, it was really just so bad. Seems like seemed like no one wanted to be there. Everyone everyone knew it was kind of their last run. Um. As far as like the, you know, uh, as the first class post, yeah, those people, yeah, sorry, um, it 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 stars uh, everyone who was in Apocalypse, which was also bad, um, and Days of Futures Past, um, which was okay in my opinion. People really liked that one. I thought it had like no climax whatsoever. It was just kind of resolved neatly and quietly. Um, In first class, which I really enjoyed, really liked first class. Yeah. Um, Apocalypse was. Oh, man. Apocalypse is bad. This blows Apocalypse out of the water. Like, Apocalypse was not the basement. There is lower to go. Um, Just uh, Simon Kinberg directs, and he is. I don't know. I, I, he seems like a, a. He does a lot of producing. He has a ton of producer credits. Um, right. And I don't know if he's like, I want to direct. And so they throw him a bone here. Um, but like he's he directed an episode of the new Twilight Zone series and then Dark Phoenix. Um which seems, but he was also a producer on First Class, Days of Futures Past, Fantastic Four, Deadpool, um, X-Men Apocalypse, Logan, Deadpool 2, um, Legion, the TV series. So I don't, executive producer on that. Uh, so and X-Force, which is announced apparently, Deadpool 3, which is announced a Logan's Run remake. Um, so he seems like he seems like a money guy that um, either wants to dabble in the art side or is like, all right, if no one's going to direct this, I will. I don't know. I don't know the story. I don't care, honestly. All I know is that he doesn't do a good job. Um, right. Just boring. The, the action is so... Um, It's poorly choreographed for one. It doesn't feel dynamic either. Um, It's just ridiculous. Like uh, there's a lot of just rigid performances, a lot of just lazy writing, which by the way, Simon Kinberg 
uh, is apparently gets a writing credit as well. So this guy, not my favorite guy right now, uh, for subjecting me to this shit that I subjected myself to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but How dare he? So rushed, so terrible. Like um, X three, uh, the Last Stand. They totally botched the Phoenix storyline, but at least they had uh, X2 to kind of set it up. Right. This is just like, go, go, go. Um, It's just like, it's like an exercise in like um, checking boxes. It's like, okay, we got to do this. We got to introduce this. We got to create this conflict. We got to do this. Um, And it just felt like an exercise. And... um, like I said, the writing is just so poor, which I think contributes to that. Um, Jessica Chastain's the villain. She's completely uninteresting. Uh, it's it just, I don't know. It's it just, don't watch it. Do not recommend. I gave it a, a, a polite four, a gentleman's four, because oh. it's, not, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but it, it just absolutely sh- shouldn't exist. And I, well, I think it it's I think all it was it it became very tumultuous um, and they weren't sure it was going to make it to theaters and Apocalypse I don't know how Apocalypse did I'm going to look that up real quick but Apocalypse did no favors as far as like people wanting to see another one No yeah I I mean hardly um, well, I mean, if this is the because this is set like all in the eighties, so it's like the or they 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 totally bailed on that too. They were where oh, they were because really? they were talking about like oh eighties. Next, we're gonna do a movie of you know the school for gifted youngsters in the nineties, and they totally were just like let's get this done, let's get this out there. Uh, to say it barely made its uh, money back is. General, I mean, crazy because it it grossed two hundred and fifty two point four million on a two hundred million dollar budget. Yeah, well, they uh, couldn't so that's make a ton of money, that, but yeah. they they didn't. Uh, I don't know. They did not uh, do do much for themselves. It it really just felt like let's get this out here while while we can. Um. Movie that All the kids like are age appropriate. Right, yeah. A movie that seemed like it maybe might not have gotten made. It just seems it's like let's get it going. Let's get it going. Let's try and let's try and get a little money more, a little more money for Fox before, you know. Before we, wow, holy shit! This is um, the budget for Apocalypse was one hundred and seventy-eight million. Uh, and their cumulative worldwide gross was five hundred and forty three point nine million. Hmm. So that movie actually did really well, but everyone was tired of it. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Apocalypse was not good. This was flat out bad. Do not recommend. Do not pass go, etc. The two hundred dollars gotcha. can't have it. Uh, yeah. So. That's been my foray into the X Men universe this past week. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> well, um, 
Yeah. Um, it's it is disappointing because those first two were, you know, pretty decent for my money. I yeah, I agree. I think that it's it's been a movie or a franchise that has been kind of hanging in the balance for a long time. I think the first two were good. Uh, the second one, I especially think, is a, a really good movie. Um, probably dated by today's standards, but I, if I sit down and watch it, I don't think I could see it with fresh eyes. I think I'd still sit and enjoy it. Um, yeah. I think Logan, I think you could make a really strong argument for the best comic book movie ever made. Not yeah, saying it I is. Mean, I just recently but I'm saying it's in it. the it's in the mix. It's in the conversation. Um First Class, Riding the Ship. Yeah. Um Days of Future Past. Like I said, people really like that one. Uh and then yeah, it's just it's been like up and down. It's never just always been trending upward. It's never always been trending down. But yeah. And if you throw Deadpool in there, I think both those movies were pretty excellent. Oh, yeah. I just watched Deadpool again for the second time. Nice. And Deadpool 2. Yeah. At work, I was listening to and watching one of those good movies you can watch and listen to. Oh, yeah. Um, just, just need the snark. Fucking uh, second one is really good, man. There's a lot of funny shit in there. I, um, I actually I think the second one, I think people like it, but I think it's a little i think people write it off a little bit yeah i think it's a good one yeah so it's a shame but we'll we'll see what comes next um apparently the new mutants just keeps getting delayed who knows if they'll ever really yeah i feel it feels like that's been coming out forever and that just never never showing up so yeah yeah it's uh I don't know. At this point, how could it be good? <laughs> yeah. If if it was if they had confidence in it, it would have been out already. It's slated for like an April twenty twenty release, and I think it was supposed to come out way before last Dark summer. Phoenix. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. I bet if you go on IMDb, like I'm gonna do right now, which I should Ooh. just constantly have open here while we're doing the show, like a pro. Apparently, I'm not. Hmm. Mutants. Uh, I yeah, I bet. Look, yeah, it says April thirteenth on a poster. Um, now it's saying expected April third, so April thirteenth was probably like two years ago. Right. I wish they had the date or the uh, year on the date, but. It's, uh, I don't know. Looks, looks doomed. <sighs> oh, well. What can you do? What can you do? <sighs> I'll tell you what you Not can a whole do. lot. Other than. You can watch a single man, Brad. I could. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just move past it because I will ramble on about the, uh, a simple man. A single man. I will yeah, ramble on about um, X-Men, a whole lot so of let's stuff just get into assignments. Netflix right now, yes. so we're going to crush it this week on Netflix. Oh, heck yeah. Um, we're very thankful for Netflix. Yes. doesn't always feel that way, but this week, we're letting you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Single Man, directed by Tom Ford. 
um, from 2009, and we both really enjoyed Nocturnal Animals, as you and I were talking about uh, prior to recording. Uh, I also let you in on a little secret. I didn't like this movie. Yeah. You brought it up, and I was like, I wanted to assign it to you because I want to get some fresh eyes on it. Uh, Because I feel, I don't know, uh, the trailer, the trailer to what you get is terrible. The trailer is nothing like the movie. Um, And I think that maybe I felt a little bamboozled and thus was disappointed. Uh, But... You know, like we talked about, nocturnal animals. There's, I, I think, there's a good chance that I missed something. So I want to hear your thoughts on it, and if I should go back to it next week. Cool. Yep, I will check it out. And also on Netflix, Dolomite is my name. Uh, Eddie yeah, Murphy yeah, yeah. coming back. Let's see what happens. Right. Watch what happens. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you what happens. Yeah. Uh, also stream on Netflix. Uh, what um eddie murphy playing the uh iconic black exploitation character of dolomite yeah rudy ray moore <clears throat> all right um and so those will be our assignments for next week we'll of course let you know the recommendations or not recommendations but on top of that, uh, we do finally have, after what seems like forever, uh, The Irishman is coming out to streaming. Yeah. Coming to streaming. So we're, I think, um, next time we record, we'll probably dig pretty deep into that one. Mm. Um, it's going to take a Thanksgiving vacation to watch it, I Really, believe. yeah. But I, I am s- fucking dreading that runtime. I hope it's great. I'm so excited to see Joe Pesci again. I know, I know, and and I'm totally being. Uh, uh, I'm uh, showing my bias here because I don't care. Three and a half hours, I Scorsese. Yeah. That's I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> but yeah. if, literally anyone else, if I saw a movie was three and a half hours, I'd be like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah. So, yeah. But we'll see. Maybe by the end of it, I'll be saying, "Are you fucking kidding me, Marty?" Yeah, I mean, you can't watch Gangs of New York in in an hour and fifteen minutes. That's true. You got yes, it's fucking that's you got to sit down and watch it for a while. So yeah, hopefully it's good. Hopefully I like it. Um, yeah, that comes out I think tomorrow, or the next day. So we'll be watching it together. Yes. And uh, uh, what I want you guys to let watch, and in the midst of all the crazy shit on tv and every night the news is this and what's right what's wrong uh go back and watch a movie i think it's directed by uh george clooney uh called good night and good luck um he was a writer on it as well um and yep he wrote it and directed it so uh this is about the uh Right around the time of the, the Red Scare, um, where, uh, what was it? Uh, 2016 Senator election. McCarthy was coming after all communists, mm-hmm. and a lot of people, well, uh, yeah, it was it was people naming names, <laughs> and, uh, and each night, uh, Edward R. Murrow, 
would sign off with good night and good luck to people, to the people he was talking to uh, in order to say, hey, hang in there. Better days are on the way, like you were trying to tell me earlier. Yeah. So. yeah. Good night and good luck. Yeah, <sighs> check it out. Unless it's, you're a commie. Uh, what's unless, you're, unless you're a commie. Well, yeah. even if you are, we're we're. You can, whatever you are, you can the hell listen out. to the podcast. Watch a good movie. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, so good night and good luck. Uh, I don't have that one rated on IMDb, but I did. I have seen it before, and I do remember enjoying it. So I'll just throw that out there. Uh, and I've got for you from 2004... Um, so we're right, right in kind of the same uh, timeline here. Uh, starring Daniel Craig, directed by Matthew Vaughn, name you've no doubt heard before. Uh, yep. Well, he was uh, involved in uh, First Class. There you go. Yep. Uh, Kingsman, of course, yep. being his big uh, his big thing right now. Kick ass. Uh, yep. His directorial debut is a movie called Layer Cake, starring Daniel Craig and Sienna Miller. Uh, you know the story, uh, guy, uh, you know, wants to retire, bad, bad dude, drug dealer wants to retire, just got to do one last job, what could go wrong? Uh, believe it or not, it's streaming on Netflix, Very good. things go wrong, it's crazy, uh, but yeah, so, uh, next episode, hey, 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 we're talking about a single man, Dolomite is my name, and the Irishman. And until then, we recommend good night and good luck and layer cake. And all of them are on Netflix. Yeah. 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 Uh, I didn't ask you, but anything else going on in the beer world for you? Uh, not really. It was a short week. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have I shouted out uh, Pass Through Archery. As the person who gave me the uh, the beer for tonight, the uh, mm-hmm. peeled and naked, which was yummy. So uh, mm-hmm. thank you, Ryan. Uh, nice. But other than that, nope, it's been pretty much same old, same old. Um, I did have one beer. Yes, I did have one beer whilst I was camping, and I nice. can't remember what it was because that was sounds unforgettable. It was pretty good though, <laughs> but there were so many more memorable things that happened that night. I'd rather not talk about. Ooh. Oh, boy. Or maybe I will. Do you perhaps talk podcast. about them on Span the Void? Uh, but, yeah, that's it. How about you? Uh, uh, I had a weird beer today, actually, after work, uh, which seems Your beard like, is weird. Yeah, weird beard. Uh, kill shot. Classic. Uh <laughs> The da, 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 place across the street, Miel. I had a, a, it was called a white pastry stout today. And it was way too sweet. Uh, However. Was it like white chocolate style? Uh, no, it's like a pan dulce. Like, mm-hmm. like, a, like a sweet bread, I think, was the flavor they were going for. Okay. Um, but. Uh, my guy, he poured it for me, uh, and I was like, what the fuck? It was not brown. 
it like other than the head of the beer which had that like kind of like dense like micro foamy stout head right if i had just looked at the bottom like half of the glass i've been like this is a lager hmm but i drank it and it was definitely a stout um but my mind was just confused i was was scared and confused um yeah way too sweet not um they make a lot of great beers there that i probably won't have that one again Hmm. i won't have that one again because they've got a lot of other great stuff on the menu but i'm glad i tried it i'm glad it uh, assaulted my senses and i'm glad it's over (laughs) i shouldn't say that i really do like those guys over there and everything they do um but yeah totally confusing hmm um yeah that is weird that's well yeah novelty beer maybe or is that something really it's gotta be i'm thinking it's a novelty beer which is funny because the other beer that they brew that i would say has got to be a novelty beer is their um ak-41 which is an uh homage to alvin kamara yeah brewed with airheads which is his favorite candy right um very sweet You've had it on here before. I've had it on here before, and it's a really good cream ale that is not too sweet. I would think that that one would 100% be a uh, novelty beer, and the other one, the uh, uh, stout, would be like that makes sense. Like having something kind of like, like carby, sweet dessert with like a, a nice heavy beer. Those usually work out pretty well, um, but it ended up being too sweet for me. So I don't hmm. know. Just when I think I know it all. Hmm. Yeah. Um, trying to think. I yeah. There's a there's a, a brewery that opened up, Evil Eye Brewing, that opened up all in right. town here, that I'm looking forward to, but I just haven't had a chance to like stop in and get anything. Anytime I drive by at the evening, as I'm usually with the boy, mm-hmm. and you know, sure. not gonna sure. pull the boy up by you know, <laughs> beside hey, the bar, and he can wait. He's got some some years yet. Yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, they have. Uh, he's got seven days off. So I'm actually thinking about maybe taking this off tomorrow. Guy, this fucking guy. Nice. Seven days. Yeah. It's yep. a week yeah, where so. I'm from. Uh, maybe we can go see a movie. We, we, we want, when we watched um, last week, we went Playing With Fire, the John Cena movie. Yes. Yeah. He's, I was trying to, he's like, well, I guess John Cena has kids now. I, I think I talked about this a little bit last week. How he's, oh, John Cena's a firefighter now. Huh. Hmm. And I'm like, well, buddy, it's not quite real and it's hard to say because like his idea of john cena is a wrestler and i'm like that's the real john cena but then you start thinking, well, the, you know what i mean it gets a little confusing i have a question how could he even see what was going on in the screen yeah um and so uh but we were walking through the lobby and um uh dr sleep yeah. came up on uh was up on one of the things and Liam's like, that's a movie I don't want to go see. 
<laughs> I was like, that's a movie daddy wants to go see. No, come on. It'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> come down to the AMC. We'll have a few laughs. Uh, <laughs> come on, Liam. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. But, um, yeah. So. Nice. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, you know what? I'm uh, I'm thankful. Thankful for you. Oh, thank you. I'm thankful for the few listeners that we do have, the mm-hmm. faithful, mm-hmm. and the ones we've had and lost. Yeah. I'm thankful for them as well. Yeah. The following. Uh, but if you're listening to this, or if you haven't listened to this, just know um, I appreciate you listening, and I also appreciate you for uh, allowing me to blather on about the movies that I, I think I have something to say. Hell about. yeah. Well, yeah, I I appreciate you too. It's fun getting these uh getting our takes off as uh as the kids say. And you know what? I I am glad that people listen, but I'm not too worried about it. Even if they Just didn't. Having a good time. As long as one person's half listening. Yeah. And I know, um, you know, we hear from Devin with a degree of frequency, so thanks yeah. Devin. Appreciate yep. it. And uh, Fredo checks in very occasionally, and I know there's some others that are listening, but not responding, which is fine as well. So uh, yeah, it's not a big deal, Neil. Um. <laughs> uh, but it's, if yeah, uh, if you're out there, just know that we I appreciate it. Yeah, and um, I like how uh, like we did, I haven't even looked on iTunes for years just to see if there's any other reviews because i it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter yeah um because i know there's a thousand different podcasts out there and i've listened to a thousand different podcasts right um and as we blather on and do what we do you could hang out and talk while or uh you know or not or check in once occasionally but yeah uh but yeah, Devin, for all the interaction you give us, and Fredo for all the access you give us. Yes. Uh, thank you. Yes. And uh, both of those guys have been gracious enough to send us beer over the years yes. as well. So, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm. I I just uh, want to echo that sentiment. I do appreciate it, and uh, I'm also not too too worried about it because it uh, as far as like listenership goes i just enjoy having this outlet where we can uh chat drink some beers have a good time yep yep it's it's not too shabby but hopefully next week i'll be in a little bit better mood especially watching a movie about a guy Mm -hmm. who's a closet homosexual and a guy who's notorious a gangster and buried probably somewhere underneath giant stadium so uh, the Meadowlands. Good time. Yeah. For next week. Well, it wouldn't be the only dead thing on the field in the Meadowlands. That's true. I don't even know if they, even, they don't even play there anymore, do they? Or is it? They're the Meadowlands, but it's a different stadium. Um, uh, right? MetLife Stadium, I think now. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck the New Jersey Jets and fuck the New Jersey Giants. Yeah. All scrubs. Garbage teams. Yeah. No Saints. Yeah, that that was a big win. That was a Jeez. tight win. They got yeah. lucky as hell. Yeah, dude, my, <laughs> my buddy Bill, who is a, a longtime diehard, 
uh, also a bartender behind the bar. He just he left <laughs> until the game was oh, over. He? Yeah, could take like it. he he went and sat in the uh, in the office in the brewery. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And you know what? He I, that's just he. Um, that's just not who I want to be. No. Nope. And he's he's not he's not bad. He's not like he's not going to take it out on anyone. But. And I get nervous. I enjoy the excitement. That's the the rush of it, the frustration of of losing. Um, but it, I just, I never want to be the guy that lets it shape my day. Yeah. Outside of the social interaction and the in the enjoyment of sitting down and watching a game. Do you get a lot of like uh, living and dying in the bar as they're playing, like people screaming and yelling, or? Uh, it's collective. Like when that last it's, play, like when they miss that field goal, like you hear, is there? Is it auditory that you? Yeah, you know? it's. I mean, everyone was clapping and. Okay, good. Here we go. Good. Yeah. I was hoping it wasn't like like one guy going, "Yeah." <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm. Uh, whenever we have like hardcore college football fans, because I'm not invested at all, and they're yelling, yeah. I always yell something like, "Kill him, make him change his major." <laughs> <laughs> Just stupid shit, <laughs> just to make the other people behind the bar laugh, um, but. Yeah, no, no one's. There's been like few instances, and it's actually all been college football, um, where people are like yelling obscenities, where you have to be like, "Dude, come on, you're not playing yeah, but, the game." But w- I think it would be fun though to have to be watching the Saints game and like everyone cheering at the same time. Oh yeah, like, that's a blast. Yeah, and I was hoping that the bar where you're at is like that. Where it I is, mean, I yeah. guess if you're getting a lot of business on a Saints Sunday, yeah, then then it is so. Yeah, everyone's in their black and gold, and everyone's there to watch the Saints and having a blast. And cool, you know, if they lose, everyone shuffles out quietly. Um, and if they win, everyone shuffles out jovially. So. But for some reason, no one's sticking around after the games anymore these days. No. But you know what? Not too shabby. Yeah.